0: Ragbag presents, I like the sound. A celebration of the sound of things.
1: I like the sound.
2: I like the sound.
1: I like the sound. sound.
2: That's a beautiful sound. That's a really beautiful sound.
0: A celebration of the sound of things.
3: That's
2: a beautiful sound. That's a really beautiful sound.
0: I like the sound of a purposeful pen click. I like the sound of the steel tip on a coat cord clanking around in a tumble dryer. I like the sound of breathless laughter. I like the sound of trainers jumping from paving slab to paving slab, avoiding the cracks. I like the sound of sea water being poured around a sandcastle's perimeter. I like the sound of a child who's just discovered that sometimes the moon can be seen in the daytime. I like the sound of a large marrow being karate chopped in half. I like the sound of snooker.
2: Twenty-four.
0: Twenty-five. I like the sound of tapodment. Tapotment is a specific technique used in Swedish massage. It is a rhythmic percussion, mostly frequently administered with the edge of the hand, a cupped hand or the tips of the fingers. These are the five types of tappetment, including beating, closed fist, lightly hitting area, slapping, the use of fingers to gently slap, hacking, That's the use of the hand on the pinky finger side. Tapping, where you use just the fingertips. And cupping. make your hand look like a cup and gently tap the area. It is primarily used to wake up the nervous system and also as a stimulating stroke, which can release lymphatic build-up in the back. The name of the stroke is taken from the French word tapota, meaning to tap or to drum. Let's hear from the poet, Theopolis Quek.
2: I think there are probably two sounds that make the cut. Um, The first is rustling through the leaves of an old book. Uh, Here in Singapore, we have a a shopping centre called the Brass Bassa Complex and there are plenty of used bookstores there. And I used to spend hours just browsing Um, and picking a book off the shelf and kind of flipping through pages that no one's opened for years. um, That's a fantastic sound. Another really interesting sound, I think, as someone who really loves traveling, is the sound of a plane taking off when you're in it. Now you don't actually hear the plane taking off, but you do hear your own ears pop. And you do hear the collective sigh of relief once the plane is in the air, when the seatbelt sign goes off and things kind of go back to normal again. But before that, there's this, th- these few minutes where everyone is kind of holding their breath together. It's not really a sound that can be recorded or described but you can hear it when it's over. It's this, it's this moment of collective and forced anticipation where everyone thinks they're going to die and everyone is looking forward to what comes after not dying. That's, that's fantastic. Sixty-four. Sixty-five.
0: This comes from a study published by the Journal of Gambling Studies conducted by Mike J. Dixon and others. The article is called The Impact of Sound in Modern Multiline Video Slot Machine Play. Slot machine wins and losses have distinctive measurable physiological effects on players. The contributing factors to these effects remain underexplored. We believe that sound is one of these key contributing factors. Sound plays an important role in reinforcement and thus on arousal level and stress response of players. It is the use of sound for positive reinforcement in particular that we believe influences the player. In the current study, we investigate the role that sound plays in psychophysical responses to slot machine play. A total of 96 gamblers played a slot machine simulator with and without sound being paired with reinforcement. Skin conductance responses and heart rate, as well as subjective judgments about the gambling experience, were examined. The results showed that the sound influenced the arousal of participants both psychophysically and physiologically. The sound also influenced players' preferences, with the majority of players preferring to play slot machines that were accompanied by winning sounds, the sounds also caused players to significantly overestimate the number of times they won while playing the slot machine. Sound has always been an integral component of slot machine play since the early 1900s slot machine winning combinations have been accompanied by a ringing bell, a design characteristic that is still present in most machines today. Up until about the early 1990s sound changed little from the early days, on average featuring about 15 sound effects, whereas today slot machines average about 400 sound effects. Winning sounds are particularly important to the popularity and attraction of the machines and losing sounds are rarely heard. Indeed, winning sounds are carefully constructed to be heard over the ambient noise of the environment in order to draw attention to the machines and to raise the self-esteem of a player who then becomes the centre of attention on the floor. Often, the winning music contains high-pitched major mode songs, which has a tendency to increase the perception of urgency. Casino ambience is an important contributor to gambling behaviour. The flashing lights, the visual design of the space, And in particular, the use of loud sounds serves to create feelings of excitement that distract the player by increasing cognitive load and, critically, give the impression that winning is much more common than losing. Griffiths and Park, in 2005, hypothesised that background sounds and music might increase confidence of the players, increase arousal, help to relax the player, help the player to disregard previous losses and induce a romantic state, leaving them to believe that they may win. A ratchet, also called a noisemaker or nah in German, or when used in Judaism, a grager, groger or greger, Raganella or Ra'ashan is an orchestral musical instrument played by percussionists. Operating on the principle of the ratchet device, a gear wheel and a stiff board are mounted on a handle which rotates freely. The player holds the handle and swings the whole mechanism around. The momentum makes the board click against the gear wheel, producing a clicking and rattling sound. The ratchet is similar to a football rattle, which is sometimes used in its place when a particularly loud sound is needed. It is used in, for example, Richard Strauss's piece, Till spiel's Merry Pranks and Arnold Schoenberg's girl leader. In the 18th and 19th centuries a similar device called a policeman's rattle was used by British and Australian policemen to summon assistance. They were also used to warn of poison gas attacks in the trenches of the First World War and issued to British police and ARP wardens during the Second World War to warn of the presence of poison gas. In Judaism, the Graga is used for the holiday of Purim. The gragger is used every time Haman's name is mentioned during the reading of the Megillah. Because Haman persecuted the Jews, the noise is supposed to symbolically drown out his name, although every word of the Megillah, including Haman's name, must be heard clearly. Therefore, the words are often repeated after the sounding of the gragger.
2: to party, hear the Megillah Now it's starting, a tale we all hear Each and every year, with wine or a beer Our story begins Back in Shushan, the Jews would be killed By an evil man, his plan was so lame When we hear his name, we all go insane So we all do
0: I like the sound of that guy on the train who makes beats with his feet. I like the sound of a game of rock-paper-scissors in which the rock, the paper and the scissors are physically present. I like the sound of the scissors snipping victoriously through the paper. I like the sound of the rock casually destroying the scissors in one swift punch. I like the sound of that David and Goliath moment when paper gently wraps itself around the rock. I like the sound of the silent stalemate between two rocks. For me, one of the strangest and most memorable scenes from the world of television drama occurs in the BBC production of The Singing Detective in 1986, written by Dennis Potter and starring Michael Gambon as a crime novelist called Philip Marlowe, a reference to Raymond Chandler's famous creation. Marlowe is seriously ill in hospital with psoriatic arthritis, a chronic skin and joint disease which Potter himself lived with. The scene I'm going to talk about is available to watch online, but before you go off and watch it, perhaps some explanation about the context is needed. Many of Dennis Potter's TV dramas featured characters not exactly breaking into song, but lip-syncing to musical numbers from the 1940s and 50s. In The Singing Detective, these songs are portrayed as figments of Marlowe's imagination. Now that I've explained that, maybe this will make a little more sense. The scene begins with Marlowe breaking down in tears, pleading with the medical staff to do something for him, anything to somehow ease the agony that he's in. Observing his doctor's unsympathetic response, Marlowe begins hallucinating another musical routine. And what a routine it turns out to be. The medics begin clicking their fingers, in time to their dialogue, before breaking into song, or at least miming, to Dry Bones by Fred Waring and his Pennsylvanians. Ezekiel cried, DEM, DRY BONES Ezekiel cried, DEM, DRY BONES Ezekiel cried, DEM, DRY BONES Now hear the word of the Lord Ezekiel connected them DRY BONES
2: Ezekiel connected them DRY BONES Ezekiel connected them Got bones now hear the word of the Lord a to bone connected to you foot bone your foot bone connected to you heel bone you bone connected to you ankle bone your ankle bone, to you. bone your ankle bone connected to
0: you as the routine progresses we see members of the nursing staff drumming with human bones bashing femurs against skulls and at one point using a rib cage as a xylophone.
3: Shoulder bone, your shoulder bone connected to your Neck bone, your neck bone connected to you. Head bone, now hear the word of the Lord Dem bones, dem bones gonna walk around them bones, dem bones gonna Dem bones, dem bones, bones, bones gonna walk around Now hear the word of the
0: Lord Prior to making the initial suggestion For actors to mime along to popular songs. Potter apparently tried it out himself at home in front of the mirror. Well haven't we all done that, right? The idea for the technique itself may have emerged through Potter's habit of listening to music while writing. He did once say that he was most productive at night with old alboli records playing in the background. If you're wondering who alboli is children, here you go.
2: 25,
3: 134. What a break! What a fantastic maximum break that is! Ronnie O'Sullivan's delighted. The crowd's delighted. John Virgo and. I'm delighted. Five minutes for one. Unbelievable maximum break. The players are over from the other side of the screen. Sensational.
0: Now let's hear something different. This is a 1976 recording by Laurie Anderson called Is Anybody Home? It's described as being for boot horn, camera, stairs, piano and voice.
1: I live by the Hudson River and a lot of boats go by. They glide by so quickly, camouflaged against the Jersey shore. Sometimes at night when the liners are lit up, It's hard to tell which is moving, the boat or the shoreline. And it seems like all of Manhattan has come unanchored and is slowly drifting out to sea. I've spent hours trying to film them, so I set up a camera by the window. And every time I hear a horn, I run to the window, but I usually miss them. It's a kind of rhythm, a kind of sinking that's been getting into the songs I've been writing lately like walking upstairs in the dark and you think there's one more step than there actually is and your foot comes pounding down with nothing underneath or like the piano we got a few months ago only a few keys work so we put it out in the hall near the door and when people come in they rake their hands across the keyboard playing the few notes that still work it's kind of a doorbell now All the sounds around were so distracting, I was trying to concentrate on a song for a performance, but I couldn't. And my mother called and said, why not come out here and write your song? It's real quiet. I've just put all new carpets down. Anybody home? When I got there, I noticed that the new carpets were so thick that none of the doors closed. The only door that still worked was the door to the parrot's room. It was a swinging door, and every time someone opened it, it whacked into the parrot's cage, and the parrot screamed. Each time this happened, totally surprised dozens of times a day, and the shriek filled the whole house through all the half open doors. This is the song I finally wrote.
0: the sound of a bag of marbles spilling onto a wooden floor. I like the sound of my own breath and heartbeat on the final stretch of a run. I like the sound of fireworks in the rain. I like the sound of a chalk drawing on a brick wall. I like the sound of a tennis racket washing through the air. I like the sound... Are those noises tennis players make. I like the sound of the expression mad as a march hare. I Like The Sound was written, presented and produced by myself, Frank Burton. A complete list of source material can be found in the show notes. Special thanks to Theopolis Quek, an extraordinary poet whose latest collection, Moving House, is out now and it's well worth investing in. Theopolis appeared recently on my other podcast, Ragbag. It's a great episode. Details are in the show notes. Listen to Ragbag. You will like the sound of it. My website is frankburton.co.uk. I currently have three books available to buy. The Short Story Collection, A History of Sarcasm, the novel, 100, and the first in the Ragbag series of novels, Everything I Am. The second one will be out very soon. The audiobook version is available on Bandcamp. Please do share this show around, subscribe, give us a rating and review. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Ragbag Presents. Follow us. Let us know what you like the sound of. I will see you soon.